Happy New Year to everyone. Happy 2022. Praise the Lord. Right, good. Um, it's such an awesome thing to, you know, to be with you guys in this first Sunday of the year. I mean, I'm trying to get words to to express my gratitude to the church family and to all our partners and friends who have been with us all since we uh, started the Transformers Church. Um, I believe that God has great plans for us. His plans and his purposes for us are great. And I want to encourage us as we go through the uh, year 2022 that we are conscious of God's plans and purposes for us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Um, right, good. Uh, if you are worshiping with us for the first time, I'd like to and would like to give, uh, please, uh, you, you find a link in the video description uh, that, that will take you to our website page, uh, our giving page, and you can select or choose um, among the options, the giving options there. Yeah, God bless you. Good. So, uh, if you were not at a New Year Eve service, I think you kind of missed. Yeah, because I laid the foundation of our journey for the year 2022 in that service. Uh, but the good news is that you can avail yourself to that message on the, um, on YouTube or Facebook. I'll say, I'll, I'll say YouTube preferably, uh, you know, where you can have less distractions. You don't see somebody's notification, a notification coming up on Facebook and saying, you know, hi, hello there. Because the message you should listen or watch, uh, without, with, uh, with an undivided attention. So that laid the foundation for our journey this year. And, um, as my custom is, I build on the previous teachings. Not that I teach in a series in that sense, you know, whereby uh, if you don't, if you mix a service, you will not be able to uh, gain something or learn something new uh, from a new service, right? No, so for each service, there's a, it's, it, to very much extent, they are distinct and they will minister life to you. But this year, as, uh, as always, I'm going to take us on a journey as a church family. So, um, last, that was on Friday, right? So on Friday, I talked about walking the supernatural. Uh, sorry. Um, today's walking the supernatural last week was, you know, taking your place in Christ, uh, taking your place in Christ. And I took my time to really explain to us what it means to take our place in Christ. And, um, in 2022, I kind of inspired us to, you know, you know, encouraged us to kind of like look forward to taking our place so that we can do what, um, God has called us to do. So I'll put it this way. Learn, identify your place in Christ, take your place in Christ so that you can do what God has called you to do and you can see the things God wants you to see. Praise the Lord. So today I'm going to be in on that. And today I'm talking about walking in the supernatural, walking in the supernatural, right? So. Now, the supernatural is the place that God wants every believer to live. Or I'll say that the supernatural is a position of every believer. Last week, Friday, I was talking about taking your place in Christ. And I'm going to help us identify or recognize more of our place in Christ, our position in Christ. So, this Sunday, we're looking at it from 
the supernatural. So the supernatural is the place, is the position or the place of every believer. So what is the supernatural? A few dictionary definition of supernatural. Uh, it says, uh, one second, departing from what is usual or normal, especially so as to appear to transcend the laws of nature. Yeah, departing from what is usual or normal, especially so as to appear to transcend the laws of nature. So look at how the laws of nature work. Look at how the law of gravity and everything else, everything else. So, you know, this is how things work. And we can also look at it from the point of the order of things, you know, order of activities that are, that are logical to the mind. You know, this is, that is what the, 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 the realm of the natural world, that's how they operate. You know, that's how things operate. But when we talk about supernatural, we are saying something that transcends your physical eyes, transcend how, uh, that, that transcend logic. I'll put it that way something that transcends logic or, uh, or the laws of nature. So another dictionary definition says, of all relating to an order of existence beyond the visible. I think I prefer that. So something beyond the visible, something beyond what you can see with your two eyes. And I'm going to get there in a few, in a few minutes uh, where you're gonna, you, you are going to really be stirred up and to see the need for you to walk in the supernatural because Though your position as a believer is a supernatural, right? That does not mean that you are walking the supernatural. Because the things of the spirit, right? The things of the Christian faith, you know, the original Christian faith, not Christianity as a title, a tag. The things of the spirit, the things of the Christian faith are not logical. They are not, you know, they don't happen by chance. They're not logical, which means they don't make sense to a very much extent. You know, they don't follow all the um, physical order of, op uh, of operation. Uh, like when you have, um, maybe you work with Amazon and, uh, okay, well, uh, maybe I should not mention his name so that, so that <laughs> because he's not going to give me some shares in that, in this company. Right. So, you know, how operation system works in businesses, right? You do something, then something happens, you do something, then something happens. To a very much extent, the supernatural doesn't work that way in a logical order of how systems and machines are built. And I'm going to show you some stuff. Uh, look for, uh, I mean, just sit back and you're going to have fun today. Right. So I also said that the supernatural doesn't happen by, okay, we don't walk in a supernatural by chance. Okay. What I'm trying to say is that, you know, to see the result or the evidence of the supernatural, be, I mean, the, 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 something that is beyond the feasible doesn't happen by happenstance, doesn't happen by chance. Right now, you may see the supernatural happen, something beyond the visible happen unto wickedness, unto evil. But for good to happen, right? For great, for miraculous, for something wondrous to happen, right? Uh, that stems from the invincible realm. They don't happen by chance. So what I'm trying to say is that though it's the position of the believer. I mean, the supernatural is the position of the believer. That does not mean that the believer is walking in the supernatural. Don't forget, I said supernatural, according to this dictionary definition I'm using here, I think it's uh, Miriam Webster, is that of or relating to an order of existence beyond the visible. So something exists, but it's not something that you can see with your two eyes. But the things that, but, but when we see things of the invisible come into the visible 
right i'm hoping i'm i'm not speaking like a, like a lecturer this morning so let me let me let me try to help us a little bit here because i know i have a, i have young ones in, the, in church today so let me try to make it as simple as simpler so how about yeah i'm gonna let's 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 turn this down a little bit now so the thing is this now look around you you can see you know, talking to the kids and it might have benefit adults too you can see your mom you can see your dad you can see people around you you can see how your fan is working you can see how the lights are on you can see how things are working you can see books you can see whatever you can see around you but we are saying that there's another realm where that exists that you cannot see with your two eyes right there's another realm that exists that you cannot see with your two eyes so what many people will call the spiritual because they can't see it with their physical eyes, so they call it the spiritual, right? But in the spiritual, there's um, there's good and there's bad happen in the spiritual, in the realm of the invisible. So what you can see is visible, what you cannot see is invisible. So beyond the visible is the invisible, what you cannot see. And in the invisible, right, relate, uh, in context of what I'm talking about this morning, there's good and there's bad going on there. So the bad, the bad going on there which most of the time you will see the result or the outcome of it in the visible is operated by demons, right? And many human beings, if they are not careful, can yield their mind or their heart to inspirations from the invisible, the bad, I mean, from the side of the bad guys in the invisible and act out stupidly, stupidly, right? So if you have seen stories of you know, rape, murder, and all kind of evil stuff. Apart from the fact that some people, people, you know, people, human beings are broken in this world. I mean, you might, you might, you may have, or have more, you must have seen, you know, people after after committing a crime, they say that they, they say you tell you they didn't know what came over them. It was after they've done it they realized that well, what, what have I done? So some guys, some bad guys in the invisible are giving them inspiration and they are manipulating them to do bad stuff. Right. So in the invisible, in the REM, or yeah, the REM is a better way I can is a way I can what I can find. If I find a sleep simpler word, I I'm gonna share with you guys. So in the REM of the invisible, beyond what you can see, there are stuff going on there. Right. And besides the bad guys, which are demons, and the good guys, which are angels like in Gabriel and Jamaica, those are my guys, right? Uh, beside those guys, right, we still ha we have some things that are invincible that we cannot see. Things like your network signals, your radio, your, te your television signals, your radio signals, all this kind of thing. That, I mean, these are things you cannot really see with your two eyes. But for church today and for what I'm talking about today, we're trying to identify and recognize the entities, forces, powers that are operating in that invincible realm, not a realm, not just your uh, radio signals and your telecommunication signals. I mean, we're dealing with real stuff here. Amen. So in the supernatural, so something beyond the natural, something beyond what you can see, something beyond the logical order of things. Am I making sense now, kids? Now, so in the supernatural, something beyond what you can see, right? Uh, is what we call the supernatural, something beyond what your eyes can see. It is super, it is beyond natural. It is invincible. Now, now I've tried to explain to us that in the supernatural, in the invisible realm, there's evil, there's good. Now, this, let's look at this uh, dictionary, uh, dictionary uh, definition that I was looking at. It says, of or relating to an order of existence beyond the visible, observable, or uh, observable, observable universe. Oh, this is a big grammar. I don't want to call God. Eh? So basically, it means relating to God 
or a demigod or a spirit or evil. So when we're talking about supernatural here, we are dealing with the spirit operating in in a realm that we cannot see with the two eyes. Like I said to you earlier, I shared with you earlier on, there are some guys who commit crime. I mean, I'm not talking about people who enjoy doing some stupid stuff. You know, when some spirit, you know, speak to them or any time to them, maybe because they opened up themselves through oral movies and stuff. I'm telling you some cool, some some serious stuff here. I mean, some truth here. You know, people do open themselves up to the spirit through the oral movies they watch. So if you're a person who loves watching oral movie, you're opening up yourself to some dangerous stuff. Yeah. And even people who listen to some dangerous, some ungodly secular songs, they're opening up, they're opening up themselves to um some dangerous stuff i feel like staying here a little bit for to, to shed some light to you guys as we go into the year as we progress in 2022 now the thing is this if somebody speak a word to you and the word can affect you positively or negatively so why do you think the songs and the movies you watch will not affect you positively or negatively if someone say if your parents can say, speak words to you and that word and those words can either lift up your spirit and get you excited energize you motivate you drive you or friends or bad people can can speak negative words to you and could make you feel less of yourself depressed you know a young lady said one day like that uh said to me one at one time that you know a lady another girl said to her that she's not pretty and she's been thinking that way for for no more no more years so if somebody could say speak words to you and it affects you negatively you know and could make you not to even be, believe anything good can happen to you so why do you think the movies you watch and the music and the songs you'll hear are different you know i see many christians who uh you know they, they say i'm the child of god i'm these and these and that but the kind of songs they listen to you know tells them something very different and contrary to the identity and before they even start before the the lyrics of the songs start playing they are already manifesting what the song's about i mean i've seen stories of you know young kids who were listening to pop music and in the spirit of the pop music got guns got to school and shot their kids acting out what they heard in the song so either music or on or, or words without melody so um look so if it's not a music music will come with some kind of melody right i'm not a music student but i can just i can i can try this morning now so if you're not is if you're not listening to a music and somebody's picking just words to you right and what i'm trying to say here is this whether the either the words have melody you know in music form or does not have melody as long as it's a human being speaking they are speaking either life or death to you and whether you like it or not the sources of inspiration behind whoop, uh, behind what people are saying or singing you know can hit your heart can inspire you to do either stupid things wicked things or godly things so as we go into the new year if you want to see as we continue in the new year if you want to experience some much more level of sanity in your life you need to cut off some ungodly and dangerous deadly songs that you that you give your ears to likewise movies you know i started this journey with, <laughs> with um uh horror movies so we need to really watch mind what we watch this year you know um like I don't want to put my some of my colleagues in the bad lines, but as I have some few colleagues at work who swear. I mean, I mean, their first name is profanity, their middle name is profanity, their last name is profanity. They can't swear. It's like they can't breathe without swearing, without cursing. And trust me, 
when time i mean and because sometimes we're in meetings for another one hour 90 minutes and these guys are just worried someone might say but you can speak to the leadership to your leadership but to be able from top down you know they're just worried right so there's no one to report anybody to because it's a culture of the organization in a sense you know and um you know sometimes when i'm when, when i want to speak or when i want to deal with certain things or some things irritating me do you know that the inspiration how the sway is what comes to my mind first I'm like, no, no, I don't belong to that. So it tells you how much I've had. I mean, there was a day I was in a meeting and for the first half an hour, it was just swearing left, right and center, the leader, everybody. I'm like, what is this? I get, and it was really, really disturbing my heart. I get to me and I have to make conscious efforts to always remind myself of my identity that I don't belong here. And one of those meetings, I actually put myself out of it because I can't just deal with the profanity there. So what I'm trying to say to you is, no matter how spiritual you are, whatever you, whatever you associate with, whatever you listen to, whatever you watch will affect you. Amen. You know, my wife and I, sometimes we start a movie and um, two or three minutes to the movie, we say, you know what, this is not for us because of the profanity, nudity and some things that we see there. You know, I was like, no, no, no. Even though those movies are rated 12, sometimes, you know, there's some 12 rated movies that I see and I'm like, I don't understand what was, what was I thinking? You know, it, I mean, one of the saddest things in, in, I mean, in this movie industry is that you see movies where they feature kids and, and kids about a 20, uh, maybe five, six, seven, and those movies are rated 18. So the most, so the kids featured in the movie themselves are not even, it's, it's, it's age inappropriate for them to watch. And I would say, even if you have, as an adult, if you are 30, 40, 50, the fact that you are you've um, you you are above that age recommended age for that movie does not qualify you to watch that because the ungodly who are eighteen can watch certain movie, but the godly and the child of God who is fifty is not qualified to watch death and ungodliness. Amen. I think I was speaking to someone there. So let's carry on in our in our journey of um in our journey of this walking the supernatural. So. What I've tried to establish there is that things that things that that exist beyond the visible realm, and we gotta be conscious, we gotta be careful, right? So supernatural is not just applicable to us as believers, you know. I mean, unbelievers and demonic people, you know. I mean, I mean, people who have given themselves to demon, Satan worship, and things like that, are also operating in the supernatural, in the realm beyond what we can see. Now, I want to focus on the believer here. You know, I'm, I'm not concerned about what people, I mean, some people who are outside of Christ have given themselves to. But for you, the believer, I said, the supernatural is your position, right? And I think it's good for you to actually also remember that there's some other guys in certain realms so that you can be careful what you open yourself up to in the place of prayer and the kind of prayer as you say and how you speak. Right? Because whatever you say, whatever you, whatever you see at any point in time, we give two people uh, two categories of people either of the two categories this category of people and assignment demons or angels demons and angels now you see people in churches where they will make pronouncement against their enemy in a sense and evil things happen to some people and people think it was god avenging them or something or something no it's those people who kill those guys I get to me. People, people say things like uh, what about peter and the and Safira? no peter killed those guys it, it wasn't god who killed them Peter made a pronouncement and the spirit of death hit those guys. Right? So believers, you get to be very careful. I'm building my case gradually. I'm trusting God I'm going to finish this today. I'm building my case gradually to help us to understand that we as believers, we are supernatural entities. We are not just a human being. Amen. 
we are supernatural entities. We are not just a human being. And God does not want us in 2022 and beyond to walk to you to, to give ourselves or yield or send on air an evil spirit, an evil past to destroy. Luke chapter 9, you know, when Jesus was on a journey, I think he stopped in Samaria and um, they were not ready to receive him because he was heading for somewhere. The guys, his disciples said, you know, should we call down fire like Elijah did? And Jesus rebuked them and said, you know, you, you know not of what spirit you are. I get to me. The spirit of God is not a fall down and die. God is not a fall down and die spirit. It's not a spirit that is unto destruction. Jesus said in the book of John chapter 3 verse 17. Holy Spirit, help us this morning. Help me this morning. <laughs> I want to get in my notes. Right. Jesus said in the book of John chapter 3 verse 16. He said, it came not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. The spirit of God is not a human destroying spirit. It is a God saving spirit. See, God did not come to favor the Christian at the detriment of the unsaved. He came to save the unsaved. It, Jesus did not come for the saved guys because we, if you don't receive Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit, you, can't, you wouldn't have been saved in the first place. Amen. So let's be careful. Let's be careful. Let's be careful how we, how we operate as believers. So the supernatural is, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a position of the believer. The supernatural, the good supernatural, the girly supernatural, not the bad supernatural. But I'm saying to you, as hence as human beings, we can yield ourselves to any spirit. So we got to be very careful. We can yield to them through what we watch, what we listen to, what we say, the company we keep. You know, I remember a lady saying to me that she was hosting a few girls at night. And then one of the girls tried to touch her at night and stuff like that. And uh, she was like, you know, you can't do that kind of because she's straight. The other one is gay. And, um, but she wasn't aware. And this girl was trying to touch her and stuff like that. And, um, she was like, you know, I don't do that, blah, blah, blah. And, um, so in the morning, so the other lady left and she said the old atmosphere in the house was just weird. And so all kinds of things were just happening with her emotions, with her mind. And this was, this was not happening to her the night before. And she has never experienced that. And she was, everything was just kind of feeling, I mean, she was so, she was so, she was kind of in a miserable, mentally, she was just in a miserable state because someone touched her and someone was trying to get her to do something that she's, that's not of the spirit of God. Yeah. I get it. So be very, very careful of the company you keep. And I've also dealt with, I know I have kids in church today. I've also dealt with someone who was, uh, much older, who, who you know, who, who has a couple of friends and they got themselves into something and stuff. And they got themselves into some stuff, and um, this woman just started going down. I mean, I mean, her life just went down, 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 some deathly feud place just because she's she was hanging around those people. I'm hanging around some people too that after they left me, things were just weird, you know, unclean, you know, feudy, and just stopped being uncomfortable. So, we've got to be very, very careful. We as human beings can yield to anything, the supernatural realm exists. That's what I'm trying to establish. The supernatural realm exists and we cannot be, we cannot be casual. We can't be careless. When you go to work, some people that work there know the kind of spirit they are dealing with. When you go to places, even in church, some people, they know the kind of spirit they are dealing with. So you and I have got to be careful. Now, not that we should start looking around and sniffing around, but we should ensure that we maintain our position as children of God, that we belong to the supernatural and as I go through a few stuff there, I think we'll be able to see more of the things I'm talking about so that we can occupy our place. But if we don't understand that there's an there's a realm, it is a supernatural realm where the enemy 
and demons and clean spirit operate from and they have agents working with them if we ignore that you know we, we can, our 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 territory and space can be easily invaded amen so it's not for the believers to be looking around and sniffing around if somebody is spiritual or, or, or demonic or something but if we occupy our own place well enough when those guys show up on our radar we can tell because we can see something that is different contrary to the spirit of where we belong to so every believer must understand that they're not just an ordinary human being and that should affect our conduct that should affect how we relate with people and that should affect how we carry ourselves in places you know i was at some point when i was when i was getting careless in my life and uh, what came to me i said to myself so you know so you know you know what you know you, you know you need to bear in mind that witches exist you, see, you need to remind yourself that witches exist so you can't be casual you can't be careless in your approach and stuff you can't allow people to just break into your space there's still wickedness in the world because we preach christ and we preach our victory in christ does not mean that we should lose our sense of our spiritual identity or spiritual position amen this is one of the best messages you can hear going into the new year as you continue the new year so we must understand that the spiritual the supernatural exists so what i'm also trying to do here is to help us understand and see our place don't forget another caution caution i mean a repeated caution don't go around sniffing around and looking at where there's demons and unclean spirit what we're trying to do here is to help you to recognize that you are not just a ordinary human being you are you i mean you your position where you are seated is a supernatural place now the bible says in the book of ephesians chapter 2 verse 6 that now god raised you and i together with christ and seated us in the heavenly places far above all principalities and power so if you look at yourself physically and naturally you know you might be watching or listening from your office or from your living room or from anywhere right but you you are in a physical realm right but the bible tells us that you when you are raised together with christ you occupy a realm you are in a place so spiritually you have a place that is different from what where your physical body is seated and you have to intentionally retain the consciousness of your spiritual position i repeat or i won't say it differently bodily physically we exist in the natural realm but spiritually we have a realm we have a position and that position is what i'm trying to call our attention to i love how ephesians chapter 2 6 tells us they said we are seated far above princes. so we are sit we are uh you know let's go there Ephesians 2 Ephesians 2 2 2 6 He said and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms can you say realms in Christ Jesus which which version is this NIV UK uh let me see yeah, so the Bible says, we, 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 I'll take it again. This is the NIV. It said, uh, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Amen. So we are seated with Christ in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. But if you go to 120 Ephesians, look at the realm where Jesus is sitting, where you are seated together with Jesus. Ephesians 1.20, just the previous verse, chapter. He said, he exactly, talking about the power that, with which God raised Christ from the dead, he said, 
This power he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion and every name that is invoked, not only in this in the present age, but also in the one to come. So the Bible is telling us here that even in the realm beyond the visible realm, there are principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in those places. There are bad guys there, big bad spiritual guys there, there. But your own place in Christ is way far above where those guys exist. But that's point number one. So talking about working the supernatural, the first thing we need to bear in mind is that we have a position with Christ, in Christ, in a realm that is far above all principality and power. So can you see that that point will be incomplete if I tell you that you are seated with Christ in the heavenly places and I don't tell you that you are seated far above, according to the word of God, above principalities, powers, rulers of darkness. They are there. They are there. So when you and I start doing something what the Bible calls to be carnally minded, so when we start governing our mind by the things we see around us, we are stooping low to the realm to the level of this unclean spirit and they will manipulate you when we are doing silly and ungodly stuff we are coming down to the realm of where these godly ungodly guys do out and what and their mission is to steal to kill and to destroy so the believer must understand that he exists in the supernatural the position is is um his rightful position in Christ is a supernatural one, is not a physical one, so that the believer should not be defining him or herself by what he or she can see. So the believer must have this in their mind, meditate on it, believe it, and operate from there. So when we say walking in the supernatural, we're talking about operating in the supernatural. Operating beyond what you can see. Recognizing that you have a father recognizing the fact and walking the consciousness that you have been given the right to the name of Jesus operating from the supernatural so why should you operate or walk in the supernatural because you cannot function as a believer anywhere else other than in the supernatural in Christ Jesus far above all principalities and powers so if you try to do anything by your own strength you will always encounter defeat because you have an enemy the devil. You have an enemy, demons. You have an enemy, unclean spirit. Amen. So, um, other definitions of um, supernatural is divine intervention with the, with the miraculous, you know, something miraculous or marvelous. So, we're now looking at the positive side of, excuse me, of the supernatural, the positive side of the supernatural. But I'll repeat, and if possible, I'll repeat over and over. The fact that you operate from, or you operate or you should operate from the face, from the positive side of the supernatural, which is in Christ, don't give yourself to things that will lock you into the the, the evil side of the supernatural. They are bad guys there. They are bad stuff there. Mind what you watch. Mind what you listen to. Mind the company you keep. I repeat, mind what you watch, mind the music you listen to, mind the company you keep. So the devil takes no chance. If you give yourself to his devices and stuff, he's gonna snap, he's gonna hold hold on to you. You know, 
when people give themselves to sinning and working on godliness, I mean, they, they make it a lifestyle and they say things like, you know, grace covers us. He said, by the time their cup is full, when the enemy has gotten full access to them, ain't going to let them go. And those are the kind of people that, you know, we fast, you pray for them. It seems like deliverance is hard and stuff like that because the situation has gone beyond just from the spiritual. Uh, it has also affected their mind, their soul. So we got to be very careful. Now, the things of the world, ungodly things, ungodly practices, some kind of things that we see, ungodly things we see on TV, sometimes may feel pleasurable, feels good, you know. I've seen, I've seen how, I've seen and heard how men watch TV, I've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen ladies who are scantily dressed walk past and I've had the comments, men pass. And uh, without, you know, with, with no shame, I've seen all kind of stuff. Uh, but what i also and what i also see is the implication of those things on those people's marriage and their soul and their mind you know i didn't no, see this all this negative side of the supernatural i, I they are not in my notes at all you know i knew something was going to happen this morning i've been struggling to actually put my notes together uh but now i'm getting it what god is was trying to call out to the people even though I, i've not gotten halfway through my note so i feel in my heart because i know i'm, I'm nearly out of time now I think next week I'm going to get into uh, the evidence of the supernatural and how to walk in the supernatural. But I feel in my strongly in my spirit this morning that the Lord is cautioning people, you know, even want to have an amazing year, 2022, and um, beyond. If you want to pull down some strongholds in your mind, stronghold here I will refer to as some fortified way of thinking, a fortified way of thinking that drives you into to do the things you don't want to do. You know, some established, fortified, strong way of thinking. I mean, that evil way of thinking. Um, I don't want to look at the positive side of stronghold now because stronghold um, are just literally fortress, you know, to fortress to keep people from ensuing enemy. A fortress, a fortified, you know, you, I don't know whether you see all these castles, you know, um, that are built in, in the ancient, ancient times, you know, that to shield people from enemies who wants to invade a city. Right. So, we can have strongholds, you know, very good strongholds that will protect us in the word of God against enemy. And we should all have um, godly strongholds in our mind. But we have a lot of negative strongholds in our mind, which, you know, kind of, kind of, um, you know, when, when, when the truth suffices, we tend to hide in those strongholds to keep us and protect us from walking in the truth. And it's sad that, you know, this thing has been embedded in our subconsciousness. So when the truth comes, one of the reasons I mean, a lot of people don't like me. So that when I, when I start speaking the truth, because they have a stronghold of negative thoughts, stronghold of bad behavior in their mind, those strongholds, those established way of thinking, shield them and, and stir up an anger, a reaction towards light. So they don't want to hear me or they will and when I share this kind of message, maybe I'll have more people unsubscribe, unsubscribe. Why more people to subscribe? Because the more I share truth, the more many more people cannot stand the truth. You know what they do? They unsubscribe and they unfollow me. Which is a which is a worse place to be. Watch out for my podcast, Gospel Truths with Tuneko. I should be able to launch it this week. I'm, because the thing is, I'm not seeing anywhere that lie and deception protect anyone lie and deception never end well 
lie and deception never end well so a lie or a deception may have may have um, been erected in your mind as a stronghold so strong that it governs the way you think you live your life you make decisions but the thing is how long do you want to keep holding on to that a time must come in our lives even today might be that day whereby we say i've had enough of this i'm done with this a few things i have to say to myself last day you know i'm done with this I've had enough of this. I'm done with this. Whether it is a fear of people, you know, looking for people's acceptance or approval, you must say, I'm done with this because it has never landed you anyway. It always brings instability or bring anxiety, fear into your heart. A lot of things we, we must say at some point, you know, I've been doing this for, the over, for over 20 years, over 30 years, over 10 years. But at this point in time, I'm done. And that's not to say that your mind will say done done no your mind will not say done done uh, your mind will start may start experiencing some some reaction some withdrawal symptoms so to say but once your mind is made up what you do is then follow up with everything you need to do to recondition your way of thinking now strongholds are built by accumulation and accumulation of a particular way of thinking, a particular, a particular thought, you know, once a reinforced way of thinking. So a negative thought comes to your mind, you think about it, you, you nurture it, you, 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 you listen to people who support that notion. You, you watch movies that support that notion. Single ladies, listen carefully and all kind of stuff. I saw a man of nonsense on, on YouTube in the past that one week, myself and my wife, I've, 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 we saw a lot of nonsense of what people can speak eloquently i think these single people about relationships you know but there's there was a there was a i think i don't know whether they still on now there was a youtube thing some something around some some kind of chat rooms and stuff like that on youtube back then that feel that fits people with all manner of junk and feel and a lot of people listen to it so a person has a negative thought in their mind thank you let's be saying to me to tell you that don't think the words and the, th the words and the thoughts you hear kind of randomly that reinforces a negative idea don't think those things happen by chance they are spirit behind the scene who are working things out to establish that way of thinking in your mind it's not by chance so you have a negative thought in your mind and you're thinking mm, it might be a good idea and you step out of your house and you met a whole time frame who is talking about the same thing. You go to your office and someone is talking about it. You go on a train and you see um ad, you know, speaking about that. You know, you go and meet your ungodly boss who was also saying the same thing. And you think, no, oh, how you, you may be thinking in your mind, you know, how loud how loud that can this be? This must be God speaking to me. You know, is the devil speaking to you? It's interesting that when, when we have a right thought in our mind. And we see God speak to us in different ways. We see God is speaking to us. And when we have a negative thought come to our mind, and a lot of people, different things, even YouTube ads and all kind of stuff, are supporting it or reinforcing it, we don't see that we have an enemy, that an enemy is one trying to enforce that thought in our mind so that we can embrace it, so that it can lead us into destruction, into death. Time up. All right. <laughs> right. So that's introduction to my message. I'm just still at definitions. So God was, wants us to walk in the supernatural, but I think more importantly, He does not want us to be ignorant of the also of the other forces existing in the supernatural in the invisible realm 
that can ruin us. So be careful with the negative thoughts in your mind. And I was trying to wrap up on how to bring down strongholds in our mind. You know, I've made up our mind. I mean, this doesn't work for everyone. I mean, like, what are those things that have not given you peace in the past five, ten years? What are those things? You know, this year should not be that year where whereby you want to run upon some some prophecy. Like I shared with us on New Year's Eve that um, I see the new year very differently. I, you know, many people will say the year will happen, the year will make this happen. I see this year. It's not about the year. It's about you and God. It's about what you are able to walk with with God. If you don't do anything, if you're just sitting on your couch, nothing will happen. And the years will pass you by. Nothing will happen. You know, the, my wife and I were reviewing some of our plans our goals that we wrote a few years ago um, a number of them have come to i don't know we've seen them happen even exceeded them by god's grace glory be to god and a few of them for instance like me myself eating one apple a day it didn't it has not come to pass because i didn't i didn't give myself to that eating habit uh, and a few things too that they remain where they are because i was not reviewing them i wasn't acting i wasn't doing something about them it might be God's promises for me and it still stays there. God's promises and plans for me will not change. But if I don't cooperate with God to see those things come to pass, the years will be passing by. And no matter how much people are prophesying to your life, nothing will happen. So if there's anything in our lives that has not given us peace for the past, for the past many years, you know, and there's something seems like we keep doing or we keep going back to, you know, and we know that this thing steals our peace and our joy. I think the time has come for us to say, you know what, I've had enough of this. I don't know why it's so strong in my spirit to speak to people against, to, to guide your heart against deception. You watch, somebody's watching me and there are lies all around you. And um, it seems like the lie will have a positive outcome. But deep, deep down, you know, this is going to ruin you. You know, I know sometimes when we are under pressure, you know, and it seems like we're in a desperate situation. Whatever seems to be the solution to that uh, that problem. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We're gonna stay. Okay, guys, you know what? I'm just let me do this job. Let me not rush. Let me do this job. Because God is speaking to me and speaking to people. Okay, let's do it. Now, so many times we may find ourselves in some situations whereby the best way to go about it is to compromise. But we know deep down that, you know what, this is a kind of a temporary fix and it may not end well. And we're just trying to like, uh, to talk ourselves out of it. The Holy Spirit is saying that, you know what, this thing is going to ruin us. And this particular person I'm talking to, this thing is going to ruin you. The damage and the harm and the hurt behind, I mean, that is prepared for you, I mean, that's going to come out of this is, is super beyond, is super big. <laughs> beyond what you ever think you know when david was lost in after his Bathsheba, right and um, was thinking of uh, you know having sexual relationship with that with with her he did not have a clue that that that's that stupidity that act of stupidity will will affect generations and that's one of the evil things about the devil when he's enticing you with evil and trying to get you to cut corners or to or to compromise you have no clue that those things going to transcend generations, going to affect you for many years. That's a few things that popped up when I was growing up. I guess that are still affecting me now. Not because, not that I did them on my own, but because of influence of, you know, from people in authority that's still affecting me to today. Some of them, one at least cannot be changed or if I, cannot, if I want to change it, I mean, it's going to, I mean, I've got, I've got to go through a lot of tedious process and it's, it's not necessary. I, I get to me. So if you are being offered with something to compromise, be very careful because you don't forget about it. You will be surprised at the outcome. And 
the damage will be irreversible. Yeah, God will forgive you, and He's forgiving you already in Christ Jesus, but the damage to you will be irreversible. I get and more illustrations are coming to my mind, but I gotta be careful because they are sensitive and um people may not receive them properly except we're in a face-to-face -face setting and I'm talking to people face-to-face -face, uh, whereby I have to really explain and also because I'm out of time, right? So please, be very careful. Now, on the next, the other thing the Holy Spirit showed me was that the ways of God are usually not easy to the flesh. Yeah, the ways of God are usually not easy to the flesh. Now, some people think because they are, because they are now Christians, they should not work as hard as um, their unsaved neighbor. And I'm not talking about toiling. I'm talking about doing what you should do, right? But the, what they forget is that even before sin came into the world, the first man, Adam, was given work to do. Even before sin came into the world, the first man, Adam, was given work to do. He was a farmer. And he was into agriculture. There was no sin. He had no struggle. He has no pain. You know, God is for him. God is not against him. There's no enemy, nothing. He was given work to do. So, as a believer as well, you got to work. Well, this is one of, the, one of the misconceptions and the wrong teachings we had. You know, when I came to Christian faith, I was part of one kind of funny Christian organization like that. I get him whereby things have to happen to you supernaturally and all kind of nonsense they were teaching us. But the sad thing was that even the, the, the founder of the ministry is a hard worker himself. He invests in his mind. He does talk about it, but that's not the culture that was presented to the church. Because you may say, you, it's one thing to say something, it's another thing to make this, to create a culture that um, supports that or that promotes that way of thinking. And we're just expecting some things to happen to us. And I was very, very poor for a long time until I started learning to, you know, to make things happen for myself. Right. So the fact that we are Christians doesn't mean we should not work. Many of us will have to study. Many of us will have to learn how things work. And it's not easy on the mind. In the last one or two years, I know I really stretched my brain. It's a good, it, it doesn't feel good at all. But I'm so happy now that I can read 50 pages of a book in one sitting. I mean, in a few minutes. But when I was going through that process, well, I mean, to develop that ability wasn't easy at all. And how to even apply knowledge wasn't easy. So to this person who has been um, asked or been enticed to do something stupid, the thing is this, there's another way out if you want to take it. But that way is not easy. And this has affected quite a number of Christians that I know, whereby they don't want to do ungodly stuff, right? But they, they don't know that they need to walk, they need to learn, they need to take training. And so they did not do what they're supposed to do. They didn't work hard. And they realize that they are not going anywhere. And they're saying, God, when, God, when, God, why? See, this problem is not about God, when, God, when, God, why? This thing is about, are you, when are you going to say, I'm done with mental laziness and go and learn and be consistent and stick to a trade and learn and practice it until I see result, until I'm good at it. So many Christians will start something, five days they'll stop it. They'll start something else, five days they'll stop it. They'll start something else, five days they'll stop it. And they're expecting a miracle to happen. It doesn't happen that way. So, and when they, when they don't seem to see results, they then ascribe their, their inadequate performance to God. And when they are offered something illegitimate, they will take it on because they are trying to skip process. Do you get it just now? So the fact that we our position spiritually is in the supernatural does not mean that we should not fulfill our duties in the natural. Amen. So to that person who has been advised to do some horrible stuff, and I, let me be very honest with you, the hand will be very bad. 
it's not a cross. The hand will be very, very, very bad, and the scar will scar you for the rest of your life. I'm not, I'm not cursing. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm telling you as I see it in my spirit, the hand will be very, very bad. You know, it's interesting when people want to do something very, very, very bad, they'll start hiding. And, I mean, you'll be so shocked. No matter how much we pray and fast for you, some things will not be reversible. But I'm saying to you, there's another way, but that way is hard to the mind. But the thing is, if you follow the hard way, I'm, I'm saying hard way because I'm trying to prepare your mind that it's not going to be easy on the flesh. But one thing is, you become a better person by following that process, following the hard way. I choose to follow the hard way. I was, I was constantly, I, I was being pressured to do arranged marriage. If you're watching me this morning, you didn't arrange marriage. It's not, it's not a condemnation. That's the best information you had at that time. But I, as a child of God, I knew better. And I said, I'm not going to go pay a woman to have a kind of funny marriage with her so that I can get papers to stay in the UK. My life, my life is, the, the promise and the plans of God for my life are too great for me to ridicule myself to arrange marriage to beg someone for stay. The Bible says the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. What is a foreign land before the Father that I go and compromise my values and my stands in order to get the paper? If you follow the hard way, I've seen people, you know, sponsored into the UK, or sponsored abroad, you know, and they just choose to exercise their brain, use their mind, you know, learn, work with good, ask for direction, and the paper just came to them like, yeah, just got it. So it's not to condemn anyone, but if you have not gone into those lines and somebody is trying to talk you into it, you'll be shocked. You know, I was, I, I used to have, um, I used to know quite a number of people who were, you know, going to this arranged marriage line, you know, guys, yeah, I just have to do this job. You know, I know we're over time, but I need this sort of strong word for in my spirit and we just need to help this person that God is speaking to. I didn't follow the arranged marriage. I went to work my head. I mean, it was crazy. You know, I was homeless at some point. It was crazy. And at some point, someone said to me, do you know that every of everyone who were talking to you about arranged marriage kind of thing, your life is one standing out. Your life is one stand, standing out. The Bible tells us that righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach unto people. You know, some people feel so bad and so far so bad to when they see people who, who cut corners doing well in a sense. But you can't really get away with many of those things. So even if at all, you know, God will forgive you and God has forgiven you, right? But the thing is, the plans and the purpose of God for your life, you've deviated from it. Oh God, Lord help us. Okay, let me shut down here. Uh, we'll continue next week. But to that person that God is speaking to in the past 10 minutes, it's not going to end well if you go that route. You better step back and ask God for direction to lead in the path to go because there's some guys who are scheming things to mess up your life. Amen. All right, guys. 